Hey guys, welcome back to Inclusion RX. Special guest this week is a repeat offender. I've done that a couple of times now already, yeah. uh, from the podcast anyway, Athena Bean Perez. Athena, how are you? Good. How are you, John? Good. The second bean in my life, I always say, which is good. My other one's right here with me, as as usual. So You know, I told you on the last one, it's a special club. Yeah, well, you're the nice one. You're the nice bean. <laughs> the, 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 the other bean is very mean to me. He's a little, he's a little ruthless, huh? Yeah. So, uh, as usual, talking about inclusion tonight, and uh, I thought it'd be fun to bring you on uh, this series to talk because I think you have a really special story to tell. So, for those that haven't listened to the podcast, and you should go back and listen to it if you haven't. Uh, I'm hurt you didn't, but if you haven't, uh, Athena runs a gym called Scaled Nation, which I think is really, really cool. Um, kind of focusing on scaled athletes. So. What, uh, just give everybody the rundown. Like, how'd you, how'd you come up with that idea? Like what, what was the genesis of going, all right, I want to run a gym that focuses not on the RX, but focuses on athletes that, you know, want to scale. So I, I kind of drew from my own experiences and um, I've been a scaled athlete in CrossFit since the very beginning. And I will probably always be a scaled athlete um, just because of, you know, conditions. I had um, double knee surgeries and there's a lot of things that um, I'm just never going to be able to do. And so scaled to me became a term that I was very proud of. And I look at CrossFit as something that I get to do and it doesn't matter. Um, I've never looked at the RX board and, and went like, oh, wow, why can't I do that? I'm just so proud to be there. And I just have so much joy when it comes to CrossFit. And, and I want, I've always felt like the word scaled in CrossFit was that dirty little word. And I say that a lot because it's so true. Um, athletes tend to talk about it in a way that it's, it comes more out of embarrassment or, hey, I had to do this this way. And my goal is to really try and change the narrative around that word. Like this is something that we can be proud of and it doesn't matter what our skill level is. Some of us will be proud scalers for life. That's a term that we have bounced back and forth together, you know, like scaled for life. Cause we say it with pride. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm scaled for, I say it all the time. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I got a, I got a text uh, DM this morning from a guy who had, DM me previously. And I usually go back and like, look at them to see what yeah. we talked about. Cause it, you know, my memory's not that good at this age. And he was giving me shit about scaling during the open. And like all those feelings came back, like, how dare you make fun of me for scaling? Scaling's <laughs> just as hard as RX. Yeah. And it is, I contend that forever. Like, but I also contend that I go home and don't feel like I got to put two big bags of ice on my knees and take a salt bath every night because I'm lifting heavier weight than, than I probably should at the age of 50. You know? Yeah. So. I guess we have to circle back around to like, what are you trying to accomplish? If, I mean, if you want to be dead every day, I, I guess you could go for that. But the whole purpose is just to get the stimulus and to move and live a healthier lifestyle. For some of us, that's, that's just what it's all about. We're not competitive athletes and we never will be. What do you think is the barrier for people, um, like, you know, you mentioned like you've, you know, you have bad knees or, you know, yeah. knee surgeries or whatever. Like what keeps people like, I, I appreciate the fact I, I'm interrupting my own question, but I appreciate the fact that you're brave enough to go, all right, even with these surgeries, I'm going to take control of my life and go do it. But I'm also smart enough to know there's a lot of people that don't have that in them. Like what's, 
What's the biggest barrier for people that you're seeing coming in to your gym that's either keeping them from, you know, taking the first step or maybe even what does make them take the first step? I mean, again, I mean, this just comes from the that I've been in CrossFit just because I've seen it so many times. And I think the one word that I'm just going to circle back to around a lot is, is just pride. Um, you know, we, I think that people get the impression of CrossFit from, you know, what they see on TV. And I believe that those athletes are something that we can aspire to be, but many of us will have physical limitations that will not allow us to ever be at that level. So I think a lot of it's just, it's just pride. And, um, you know, you have to, I think that there's a certain level of um, vulnerability that you have to be okay with to even walk into a box. And some people just are not ready for that yet. So as an affiliate owner, that's a really interesting thought because I'm now I'm like yeah. kind of putting myself in those shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of people think they start CrossFit and they're like, all right, 90 days from now, I'm going to be ripped. I'm going to have some abs. <laughs> and like I'm speaking from experience here. Like mm-hmm. I started CrossFit and thought, all right, I'm going to look like a Greek God 90 days from now. <laughs> and five years later, I'm too stubborn to quit, but five years later still didn't have abs, got a random shoulder yeah. injury, uh, you know, it takes me an hour and a half to warm up because, you know, everything hurts. Like it didn't quite work out the way I, I thought it would mm-hmm. like as a, as an affiliate owner, like how do you talk people through that? Because like, I'm too stubborn to quit, but most people aren't. Well, the people that I love focusing on are the people that essentially started exactly where I started. You know, some of them have a hundred hundreds of pounds to lose. So it's something that I can speak to very well. Um, But how do I, um, where was I going with that, John? Well, no, I look, I like, I'm thinking through it and going like, you know, if you're trying to help someone, yeah. You don't push through that. And you're talking about they're losing hundreds of hundreds of pounds. Like what kind of tips would you give to an affiliate owner? Are you doing before and after photos? Are you using a scale? Is it, you know, making them measure their workouts? Like what are the things that you use to help people get I, that kind of positive reinforcement? Well, oh, okay. So maybe this is a good place to start. Not, and this is what, this is, this is the heart of being inclusive and accepting all groups of people. Just because somebody that's overweight walks into a CrossFit box doesn't necessarily mean that their goal is to lose weight. But I think that it's a common assumption. The questions aren't asked. And then suddenly this person feels pressure. Oh, I got to lose weight. And, and then it can be that instant turnoff. Some people that walk into the box are, are walking in there just because they want to feel better. They just They're just doing it for their mental health. You know, like people can't attack all fronts at one time. Sometimes it's just dealing with the the mental side and just getting to a point where they're going to be more comfortable. Like they got to, I call it like um, sitting at the edge of the edge of like a a deep end of the pool and they're, and they're putting their feet in the water, you know, yeah. sometimes you, you can't, people aren't ready to do the whole dive. Can you imagine like trying to tackle the mental the physical, the emotional, all of that at one time. Sometimes you can't. So 
I think the most important thing is to not assume why they're there. In fact, I've had, I've had, I had somebody reach out this last week. I'll give you an example. Somebody reached out and said, Athena, couldn't it be a reasonable assumption that when somebody is overweight that walks into a gym, they're there to lose weight? And I said, it's not a reasonable assumption. And they're like, why wouldn't it be? And I was like, because what if they're there just to attack the mental side? What if they just want to belong? What if they just are looking for friends or community? There could be a hundred reasons why they're there. So one of the examples was he used is he said, okay, I, I live in Utah and I'm religious. What reasonable assumption can you make from that? And I knew what he wanted me to say. He wanted me to say that he was a Mormon, but I wasn't going to go there. And I said, I can assume that you love God. If you say you're religious and you live in Utah, I can assume that you love God. And he comes back and he's like, okay. So the, the point that I was making with it is everybody has made these assumptions about him, not weight, but about what he is. You know, you live in Utah, you must be Mormon. So everybody's made these assumptions about him. So now it's happened for so long that now he's looking for it, right? The same thing happens with this demographic. Um, I think that there's this general assumption that it must all be about weight loss. So people automatically just go to that and they're not thinking there could be a hundred other things. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah. Perfect sense. So how do you, as, as you know, the person running it, like how do you uncover that? Like, do you, do you sit down with them when they come in? Do you have a questionnaire? Like what's, what are the kind of the steps you take to uncover, you know, to get past the assumption and find out what they really want? Like, I would love to think that, that, Anybody that walks into a box, it's, it's not, I think it, yeah, we could do questionnaires. Right. But I would love to think that when we met somebody new that we could sit down and just have like a normal conversation about who they are, what, what they're looking to get, how somebody can be supported and just get them talking. Like, what if I just met you in the grocery store, John, how would I, how would I start talking to you? Just like a normal human. How are you? Where you come from? Uh, you know, just all the questions that happen when you meet somebody new. And I would hope that that's happening. See, if you met me in the grocery store, you'd look in my car and be like, I can't believe you. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't crap. want to meet you in the grocery you store. Would judge me. You'd judge you know. me for all the junk food I'm buying. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah. No, it's just really interesting to me. I guess the other piece I'm, I'm curious to hear in a, in a gym like this, like what I see in a normal CrossFit gym and I'm mm-hmm. quote unquote normal. Um, okay. Like well, most of our, term very loosely, right? Yeah. Well, look, most of our gyms are like full of 20 somethings and loud music and their shirts are off or they're running around in booty shorts and it's like yeah. crazy. And it's like, it's like a, almost like a college environment, you know, like, and that's really intimidating for a lot of people, but it's also really easy to introduce people to other members because of that, because yeah. they're all very similar. So they're real social. It's like a nightclub, you know? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So I like, I'm going to, but now I'm imagining what you've, you know, are discussing people coming in and they've got, you know, they're coming in on a wildly varying yeah. you know, reasons. Like how do you make those introductions and make people feel welcome with such kind of a, you know, wide range of reasons why they're there? Because I think if you got to the heart of why they're there, you're going to find similarities. I would I would venture to say if you started getting to talk 
to people that you're going to be able to start pulling out similarities. And one of the main similarities that always appears is they don't want to feel like they're by themselves. That's something that everybody that's in a box has in common. They don't want to be there. They don't want to do it by themselves. They need the support of having people around that could, you know, be their cheerleaders. So if you can get to even something as simple as, hey, we're all here for the same reason. And you can point out like nobody's in, everybody's here for the same thing. We all want to be better versions of ourselves. Those goals might look different. Somebody might want to lose 200. Somebody might be overweight that just wants to say, you know what? I just want to feel better. I just want to be around people that understand what I'm going through. And it could be just as simple as that. They just want to move. They might not have massive goals right away. They might not ever. They just want to be around people that understand them. So in, in order to give you know some advice to other affiliate owners, just from a personal perspective, like looking back yeah. on your journey and you have an amazing CrossFit journey for the record, you guys, we, you know, we'll talk about it more, but um, Athena's written a book about this called Lifting the Weight. And if I'm remembering right, you've lost like 250 pounds, is that right? Through 225. CrossFit? 225. I had gotten, yeah. I had gotten a little higher, but we, we put a little on during the surgeries, but yeah, 225. Yeah. Which is absolutely amazing. And, you know, thinking, thinking back through like kind of your CrossFit journey, you know, I'm yeah. sure there's, you know, peaks and, and valleys, like thinking of, are, are there better ways that the coaches maybe could have helped you through that journey that would have made it, I don't know, more welcoming, more inclusive. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to use the term easier because I don't think there's anything easy about what any of us do, but you know, yeah. anything looking back that you've t- you took away from personally that you're saying as an affiliate owner now, I'm going to apply this toward my members. I could think of a lot. I guess how much time do we have, right? I don't know. Um, give me give me first, one or two good ones. <laughs> um, the first couple of things that come to mind are um I was very lucky. I was I was very lucky with the first box that I attended, and I couldn't have asked for a more supportive um, environment. But as I grew and I went to other boxes, there was definitely things that jumped out. Um, I think once I left that first box, I, I struggled with coaches that really understood not just how to scale, but to scale for somebody that was overweight specifically. And what I mean by that is it, we're not just talking about the movement, you know, like anybody can show anybody how to do a squat. The problem is, is that sometimes I feel that just the way that obese bodies are, coaches don't understand that there's going to be limitations just based on the fact that skin is going to get in the way. So when you ask somebody to bend over, for instance, They may not be able to touch the floor, not because they need to work on their mobility. They may not be able to touch the floor because their stomach is getting in the way. So there's things about the body, an obese body, an overweight body that you need to understand. And that can go not just a movement like, you know, it could be like a a stretching movement, like a a pigeon pose. I use that example a lot because it's a very common stretching activity. Well, a lot of Obese people cannot get into that movement just because they're limited by what they can do. The other thing about scaling that I saw a lot of 
is um, I affectionately call the terms uh, scaling forwards and scaling backwards. Have you ever heard it? Uh, I don't think so. I created it. <clears throat> there you go. So uh, I didn't know what else to call it. <laughs> You're going to learn it right here. Yes. So, so um, let me see if I can give you a good example because it just happens so often. Um, say you want an athlete to do a box step up. Let's do a, a really simple activity, right? In the coach's mind, you know, maybe they came from an athletic background. In their mind, the simplest box step that they can think of is a 12-inch box, not understanding that somebody that has hundreds of pounds to lose, that might be a mountain to climb in itself. But from their perception, because that's the only thing that they've been exposed to, that's the simplest thing that they can imagine. So for instance, this one time I was in a box and the coach had me get up on this box step and he goes, Athena, do, do the 12 inch box just to be really simple. Well, the problem was, is that it wasn't simple and I wasn't ready for that high of a box. What should have happened was you scale forwards. Meaning what happened is I get on this box and suddenly I'm upset because I can't do it. So he brings out a smaller step and goes, oh, shoot, sorry, you couldn't get on that one. Let's move you down. Well, well, guess what just happened? Now you've crushed that person because you underestimated, overestimated what you thought they were going to be able to do. Instead, what should happen is you take a, a, a box step and you break it down to the simplest thing that you could possibly imagine. I mean, all the way down to the bottom. What, what might that be, John? Like 10 pound plate, maybe. There or, you go. Yeah. A 10 pound plate, right? That's the simplest that thing that, or, or, or just, a, just moving your legs up and down, right? right? But what should have happened is you put the athlete on a 10 pound plate. You know, they're probably going to be able to do it right away. So you make them do the step up and say, guess what? You just got to win. And then you move them up to the 25 pound plate in their mind, they just got to win. And I think that that's some of what's missing. They need to get wins a lot and quickly, and they need to feel like they're making progress. So you scale them this way, not the other way. I think that's great advice. So I hadn't, um, and now I've heard it. So thank you for that. Ah. No, it's true. I look, I, I've seen that. I think we've all seen that multiple times in gems. And I think even as, you know, I'm a scaled athlete, obviously with different, um, you know, kind of objection, uh, objectives and, and issues. Uh, I have plenty of issues, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I've run, I've ran, I do. And I ran into that early on, like, you know, early on in my CrossFit career when I was far less fit than I am today of coaches saying, Oh, it's just a 30 inch box jump. Just go do it. And, you know, blowing my shins out on the side of the box because they should have given me a 20 inch or 24 inch, you know? And, and so, so when that, when that coach said, Hey, John, you should be able to do a 30 inch box. Like what, like, wh what is that feeling that you have? Yeah, you feel like, you, you feel like a failure. Able. Yeah. You're right. like coach said I should like specifically, I remember, I remember this vividly in a workout um, of we were doing kettlebell swings and I had, I had kind of a mean coach at the time. And I was using the blue kettlebell, which yeah. I, I don't know how much that is. It's 24 pounds 26, or something, 26, 26 pounds. Something yeah, like yeah, yeah. 20, 26 pounds. And I'm in the middle of the workout and the coach went over and got the yellow and brought yeah. it over and switched them out on me middle of the workout. 
embarrassed the hell out of me, you know, and the yellow was too much for me at the time. It was, you know, yeah. it wouldn't be now, but it was then, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I just remember that feeling of embarrassment and, and failure that, well, should I have been able to do the yellow and, and, you know, it's just like so many feelings. So I love what your message here of, of giving people wins and letting them continue to build, I think is, is really great advice. And so it's, you know, I kind of end these things each week with a challenge. And I think that's a great challenge for affiliate owners out there. Really look at, you know, the two things I'm taking away from today is number one, like really understand why your members are coming in. Don't make assumptions. I think that right. that piece is gigantic. And, right. and secondly, you know, give your scaled athletes wins. Like, I think that's mm -hmm. really, really, really important. Um, for all of them. So, uh, before we wrap up, Athena, uh, your book, lifting the weight, where can they find, where can people find that? Cause it's a great book. My mom read it. She loved it by the way. She's awesome. By the yeah, way, she, she's it's pretty so cool. Sweet. Yeah. Um, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes and Noble, um, pretty much any digital platform. You can find it. Those are the top two for paperback. Um, they can also get it on my site. A lot of people want the little signature on the inside cover. So if that's what somebody's looking for, then they can get that on my site. And it, it's just athenaemperez.com. Great. And uh, your gym is called Scaled Nation. When do you yeah. guys, oh, you're opening soon. Have you opened or you're about to open? Um, you know, I've been working with people for a long time. Um, we just haven't done the group settings yet. And, you know, I wanted to do some pilots and just, make sure what I'm going to be putting out there is, is, is going to be um, meet the needs of the community members I'm trying to serve. Well, I have absolutely no doubt it's going to do that. So, and I appreciate you helping uh, people on this platform do the same. So thank, thank you. So thanks for coming on for everyone watching. I uh, appreciate you guys joining and we'll see you next week.